guys. Welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Mindong. Five weeks until March Madness tips off. Yeah, that works too, I guess. But um, yeah, back with another episode. Five weeks away until the uh, first four games kick off in March, which is terrifying. Uh, it really is terrifying indeed. A lot of stuff left to be said within this college basketball season. Currently in week 15, which uh, is also kind of nuts considering – it feels like it's just uh, November still, and it's already February 13th. Uh, it's my half-birthday. Happy half-birthday to me. Woohoo! I'm old. But, um, yeah, um, happy Valentine's Day for all you to celebrate. You and I don't. Whatever. <laughs> but that's not relevant at all. But, hey, whatever. It's good to be back. Uh, our love is college basketball. That's all we need. For sure. And what do we start off with? We start with the poll. Get to we it. Start with the poll, of course. And uh, lots of movement and lots of new teams and a lot of drops as well. So, number one, receiving 45 of the 61 votes, UConn remains the number one team. And the number two team also remains Purdue, receiving the other 16 votes. Rounding out the top three, up two spots, Houston, four Marquette, five Arizona, six Kansas, seven UNC, eight Tennessee, nine Duke, 10, Iowa State, 11, South Carolina, 12, Baylor, 13, Auburn, 14, Illinois, 15, Alabama, sorry, 16, Dayton, 17, Creighton, and debuting, they're making their first debut in a, uh, not debut, sorry, I mean, they were ranked in the preseason, but making their appearance for the first time in 14 weeks, welcome back, St. Mary's, I love to see it, man. 19, BYU, 20, Wisconsin, 21, welcome back, Virginia, 22, Kentucky, 23, making their debut. It is Indiana State, Missouri Valley Conference standout. Indiana State is at 23, 24, Florida Atlantic, and welcome back to the top 25. Oklahoma, the drops, Utah State, Texas Tech, San Diego State, New Mexico, and the other top five teams receiving votes at 26, Utah State at 27, Colorado State at 28, Texas Tech at 29, San Diego State, and at 30, Washington State. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Mountain West got no love, which is uh, – it's understandable. I mean, they're all kind of beating up on each other. But as you can see, there's one, two, three, four, five within the next top – or within the next ten, I should say. Um, for other receiving votes. So Mountain West is still here. Absolutely. I'm surprised Florida Atlantic still in here. Um, 19 and five resume is not great. I'm very surprised they are still in here. I would like to see a Mountain West team in the top 25 still um, considering for Atlantic. I mean, they lost to UAB and I thought that would have put them over, but I guess not. Uh, and they also went to double OT or OT with Wichita State. I don't think they have a good resume at all. Um, shout out to St. Mary's getting back in here, huge for them. Uh, they have a pretty good lead in the um, West Coast Conference. They are up two games on San Francisco. Gonzaga two and a half behind them. Uh, Gonzaga with a really big win uh, against Kentucky. Will that matter come March? I don't know, but that's a very good win for Gonzaga to keep their season alive, I'd say. I know we had a huge debate on Gonzaga last uh, episode, but uh, that is a huge win for Gonzaga nonetheless. Um, yeah, but I mean, a lot of movement, as you said, 
Tennessee saw a loss to AM this weekend. UNC barely beat Miami this weekend. Kansas lost to Texas Tech the other day. Uh, they got smoked by Texas Tech and Lubbock, 79 to 50. I was very surprised by that result. Uh, Kansas will definitely drop come next Monday. They have a lot of stuff left to go as well. Um, yeah, but I mean, other than that, I mean, pretty good poll. I cannot complain. Wisconsin definitely on a skid. It hurts my heart to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you can see, the Big 12 still running very strong. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, good, good poll. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, but I also disagree on the Mountain West take. I mean, I understand why there's no ranked teams. They're all just killing each other. It's the Mountain West. I mean, no. that's not really going to matter. The rankings, not, the number next to the, the name does it, is not going to matter. It's the number of bids the conference gets. And right now, as, we, as we're saying, the Mountain West is going to get six bids. you agree with that? I mean, Nevada had a big weekend. Probably. They capitalized on a huge weekend. Five at least for sure. Yeah, and I mean, if the tournament started today, it'd be it'd be six easily. And yeah, there's two great games in the Mountain West, literally in like 40 minutes. Like, yeah, but shout out, like you said, all the schools that made Indiana State. I mean, they've had a hell of a season, and if they were to lose Arch Madness, I think I think they'd be an at-large team. Would you? Would you? Would you agree? Oh, Indiana State? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it to them. Uh, I'm looking at the bracketology. Got updated this morning. Indiana State's currently a... Nine. Eight or nine, I think. Uh, no. Where are they? Am I blind? Seven? Ten? Am I blind? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Where are they? Hold on. I can't find them. There they are. Oh, they're an 11 seed. I'm surprised. Interesting. All right. Yeah, see? That's not real. They might not even get that large, but Mountain West is getting at least five in. I know that for sure. I agree. And with this new bracketology, we'd like to cover the bubble real quick. It has changed since we have last seen it. Uh, last four buys, Butler, Boise State, TCU, and Nebraska. Huge shout-out to Nebraska. Uh, they're having a really good season thus far. Shout-out to um, KC Tomaninga and uh, Fred Hoiberg making a big push this year for Nebraska. Last four in, New Mexico, Ole Miss, Nevada, and Utah sneaking in here just by a thread. First four out, Wake Forest, Gonzaga, Seton Hall, Cincinnati. Next four out, St. John's. Colorado, Providence, Villanova. So we're still seeing a ton of Big East teams in this yep. bubble. Your thoughts? That's what I was going to say. A lot of Mideast, I'd say. Yeah. They're just mid. I mean, Providence, I think, with a few more big wins, I think I think they can make it. Seeing all Villanova, Xavier, whatever, Big East team is in the bubble. I don't know. I mean, I see a pass for Villanova. And seeing how they just got and Butler, they just got to win the Big East tournament. That's it. That's the only path. But um, honestly, like I think Gonzaga could be a tournament team. I mean, they got uh, they got two more quad one opportunities. That's at San Francisco and at St. Mary's. I think they go one and one. I mean, yeah, they could definitely go, could definitely go two and out too. 
I mean, I know you don't like to say I know you're not going to like that, but they definitely could go to oh. Definitely. I mean, they just won in Kentucky. I mean, they just won in Rupp. I mean, Kentucky's been on a schedule, sure, but. Yeah, Kentucky's lost three of the last four, but. Yeah, I don't know. they're dropping heavy. They're a six seed right now, according to the bracketology, which is very surprising. Um, but yeah, I want to mention a couple of risers in the bracketology. Uh, quick shout out to Florida, moving up to an eight seed. Washington State, moving up to a nine seed. The Aztecs, moving up to a five seed. Um, Iowa State is in the three line right now, which is very impressive for Iowa State. Uh, Eastern Washington moves up. Uh, good for them. I mean, I don't really know how that works with the automatic qualifiers. Um, Mississippi State moves up to a nine seed. Clemson moves up to a six seed. Shout out to Clemson. A great win against Syracuse this weekend and looking very good right now if Syracuse hangs on. I mean, they You think might. they're a lock? You think they're a lock to make the tournament? Clemson? Yeah, say they're a lock. Not yet. Lock it in, bro. Not yet. I'm not going to lock it in just yet, but I, I give them a 85% chance. Okay. I'd give them that. Um, Nevada jumps in here as a seventh seed. Green Bay, current automatic qualifier right now, which is very surprising come February 13th. Um, same with the, the Jackrabbits, our 16th seed. Uh, interesting stuff. Jackrabbits at 16. I don't know. That could be an upset against UConn, hypothetically, if it were to start today. It's not, it's not going to be an upset. <laughs> um, who else is in here? Sam Houston State's in here. Richmond's in here as a 12th seed. That's the scary 12, as we've seen in the past with Richmond and Iowa. That was last um, year. <laughs> that was last year? Wow. Yeah. That feels like a long time ago. Wow. No, two um, years ago. Yeah, I think it was two years two ago. Two years ago. It was, think, yeah. All right. And then um, Duke moves up to a three line, and that's about it for the moves ups. Um, conference breakdown, Big 12, nine teams currently making it. SEC, nine teams currently making it. Big 10, six. Mountain West. Six, Big East four, ACC four, Pac-12 three, American two, A-10 two, and everyone else gets the automatic qualifier. Your thoughts? Not really too many thoughts. I mean, the only thing I could say is the biggest dropper for sure was Utah. They were eight seed last time, and now they're the, they're the last team in. And that's because, I mean, that loss against Arizona was, was huge. I mean, that's devastating. That could have brought them up to a six line in my opinion but they ended up losing to arizona and then proceeding that with a loss to arizona state at home too so that's bad yes yeah that's a huge swing huge swing swing. i agree but they could still make their comeback in pac-12 tournament play i mean they're still in it right now they just can't afford another loss and they need a couple more quality wins on the road i'd say for them to sneak back in there um, but yeah, I mean, let's cover the slate now. Uh, we got a very good slate happening at the moment. Quick one to cover this tech yesterday beat number six Kansas at Lubbock 79.50. Good shout stuff. out to Darion Williams 30 points and 11 rebounds. And I believe he went 12 for 12. 12 the for field. 12. Yes, so, no, he did. Huge stuff. And I'm going to ask you a question Where yeah. did he play last year? Oh, golly. Give me a conference. Mountain West. Oh, 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 he was a sixth man of the year. Uh, Nevada. Correct. He was a sixth oh. man of the year and a freshman of the year. That's what it was. Yeah, I knew it was one or the other. Boom. All right, good stuff. I'm happy. Um, and then number nine, Duke uh, beats Wake Forest at home, uh, 77-69. Uh, Hunter South, 22 points in the loss. Philip Kowski, double-double in the win. What's your thoughts? 
Not really too many thoughts. I can't even lie. I mean, the Texas Tech one was they were they look good. They look like I don't want to say. I mean, I've always said they've always like had like Final Four potential, but they really showed that showed flashes of a of a Final Four team. I mean, they picked apart Kansas, and obviously, while I agree like with Bill Self that the refs were not really that good. I mean, Texas Tech earned that win regardless of the refs or not. I mean, they just picked apart Kansas, and it was fun to watch. I agree, definitely. And we look at today. Uh, currently a couple ranked games at the moment. Want to quickly run through those real quick and get your thoughts. Uh, this game is about to go final, but it is number four Marquette up 76-68 on Butler. Tyler Cook, 25.7 rebounds. And the win, there's 19 seconds left. They're up eight. Should win. I'm going to call it a win. Butler just fouled. It's probably a win. Uh, your thoughts on that result? It's the result that should have been the result. I mean, Butler's a bubble team. Marquette's a tournament lock. Yeah, that's, really, that's it. It's common sense. But yeah, um, I mean, what? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, if Butler were to beat Marquette, they they be in they be in the picture all of a sudden. But I agree. Yeah. Um, next game, ACC matchup. It is number seven UNC currently down by three to Syracuse. Uh, good stuff so far. I mean, there's still eleven minutes left in this game, but it's a three point game. Uh, been very very close for them whole majority of this game thus far. Judah Men 17 points, Cormac Ryan 15. Your thoughts on the outcome of this game? I think UNC pulls it off, but they've been looking shaky the past couple t- uh, couple games ever since Armando Bacon said the ACC runs through me. I mean, he hasn't been looking good ever since, since he said that. I mean, they've escaped with a couple wins, but I don't know if it really runs through you, man. Agreed. I mean, they barely beat Miami this weekend in Miami. Uh, I can see a very close result. I do think UNC squeaks away, but I think it'll be a very tight-knit result as it is right now. Um, nope. Number 10, Iowa State on the road in Cincinnati, currently up 10 with 13 minutes left. Um, Shout-out to um, Tamin Lipsy. This guy's been very good all year and very under the radar. Uh, Iowa State's leading scorer, I believe. Uh, I don't really know too much. Of, I, I mean, I'm not really – Locked in with Iowa State, I guess. I mean, they're the number 10 seed in the nation right now, and I guess I'm not really locked in on them. But uh, shout-out to Iowa State. Uh, outcome on this game, they're up 10, 13 minutes left. Yeah, I think I think Cincinnati comes back, but not not in time. Uh, Iowa State's a very good team. I mean, ever since TJ Otzelberger took over, they've been a phenomenal team, even in his first year, where we both projected them last to win the, pack, uh, the Big 12. I mean, he won a tournament game, and He's a good coach. He's got a very good team. I mean, on paper, they, they're underwhelming, but they play well. They're overachievers for sure every year. Definitely agree. And uh, home court advantage is something else. That's, I think that's their problem in March. I mean, the home court advantage is just too strong. And then when they come to a neutral site, sometimes it just doesn't click. But, hey, currently up 48-36. We'll see how that one ends. This game, arguably over. It is uh, number 14, Michigan, uh, excuse me, number 14, Illinois. Up 71 to 55, or 71 to 45 on Michigan. Uh, Terrence mm-hmm. Shannon Jr. has 29 points right now. Uh, your boy, Oliver uh, Namakamura, I, I definitely butchered that, but uh, he's leading Michigan in points. Uh, still don't know why he transferred. Yeah, no points. need to talk about this one. Illinois, yeah, All right. no need to talk about it. There you go. Uh, this one's a very close one thus far. There's about nine minutes to go in the second half. It is 
53. So number 16, Dayton against uh, Duquesne, who has 52 right now. Deron Holmes, 18-9, but uh, it's a very close game. Dayton's been a little skid. Your thoughts on the outcome? I want to call it a skid. I mean, they're going to have a blemish at some point because because it's the A-10. But I think they come away with this one. I do too, but they are at home. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's a little alarming. They're at home and only at one point. I mean, Duquesne's a decent team but in terms of A-10 play, six, four and six on the season in A-10 play. Yeah. But, I mean, the A-10 is the A-10, like you said, so understandable. Uh, number 21, Virginia is currently losing. To who else but Pitt? Seems like Pitt always is a due for an upset, and this might be the time for them. Uh, currently eight minutes left in this game. Your thoughts? I think Pitt takes it. I mean, one, like you mentioned, they're, they're the road killers. I mean, they pull off massive upsets uh, with on the road. And Virginia, are they really that good? I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I know you mentioned you were skeptical about them two episodes ago, but now I'm skeptical of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their record shows otherwise, but I mean, I don't know. They're 19-5 and 10-3 and in ACC play. You'd expect them to be a lot better. But I mean, they keep if they keep dropping games to not great teams. I mean, Pitt's not terrible. They're not great, though. Um, yeah, it's definitely alarming. Definitely alarming coming into March in ACC tournament play. Um. This one's an interesting one. <laughs> they just got ranked. It's number 23, Indiana State. First time being ranked since Larry Bird was there. That's the stat. Uh, I saw that earlier, which is crazy. Uh, they're currently down to Illinois State, 48-47. Uh, this game is in Indiana State. Who do you think is going to win? I think Indiana State pulls it. I mean, I think they win by four. I hope so. I mean, I love the Sycamores team, but they're down, they're down by three. So we'll see what happens with this one. I hope they win it, but we'll see. All right, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think there's any other notable games. Nope. Let's just get started with the games that need to be covered. May I go first? All right, I got you. 17 Creighton hosting Georgetown. Little point count for this one, please. Yeah, I got Creighton. I got him by 25. I got them by six. Six? Yep. Are you crazy? Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, Big 12 matchup here. Number 12, Baylor hosting number 25, Oklahoma. Should be a great one. What do you got? I'm going Oklahoma in the upset. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, both these teams are identical records almost. I don't hate that Oklahoma play. I think they cover the spread. I do think Baylor wins, though. Okay. And next up, another Big 12 game as 19 BYU hosts UCF. Who do you have in that one? I got BYU in a close one. No, I think BYU blows them out. I'm throwing BYU by 22. Mm. A lot of ranked games today. Number 20, Wisconsin hosting Ohio State. Your thoughts? You're going to hate me for this one. I'm going Ohio State. Give me the upset. Wisconsin's been on a skip. I mean, I I cannot honestly understand that. They've lost, what, four games in a row? Yeah, very disappointing. I think they bounce back, though. I think they get a win back under the belt and keep the season afloat. All right, next. It's me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm up, yeah, I'm up. 
Next up, 22 Kentucky. They host Ole Miss. Ole Miss, one of the last teams in. They, this could be a good win for them. Do you think they uh, they win? I could really see them winning. I mean, Kentucky is another team that's been on a huge skid. They've lost the last three games at home, which is very unlike Kentucky. Um, however, I do think they bounce back and finally fix their woes, and I do think Kentucky wins this game. Yeah, I agree. Ole Miss may be 18-5, but it's a pretty fraudulent 18-5. Uh, I'm going Kentucky agree. here. Definitely agree. 9 o'clock, we got a fantastic Mountain West game, as you said. we got Colorado State. Going to San Diego to take on the Aztecs. Should be a fantastic game. Both these teams almost identical records, and two teams currently in the field. What do you got? Yeah, two teams currently in the field pretty comfortably, too, but this this game could, could mean a lot in terms of seeding. Yeah. I'm going with the home team here, San Diego State. I'm going with the away team, the Rams, baby. And an even better Mountain West game, in my opinion. As these two teams are more are less comfortably in the field. Nevada yeah. hosting New Mexico, both teams hovering the double digits among the last teams in. Who do you have in this one? A pivotal one. Yeah, this is a huge game. And if this game was in New Mexico, I'd take them with ease. Uh, it's a nasty place to play. Well, this game is in Nevada. So it's a lot more balanced, I'd say. Um, I'm still going to take the Lobos to win this game, though. I'm afraid that as much as I love the Lobos, I, I like Nevada too. I like any. I, like I like. I love the Mountain West. That's Me that's too. what I love. Uh, but I'm taking Nevada here. They they look. They've been looking good recently. Fair enough. And on to Wednesday we go. We'll start at 7 p.m. Miami coming to Clemson. Take on the Tigers. Gonna be at. You gonna be at that one? Yeah, I think so. What time is that? So. Seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm taking Clemson. Yeah, I'll be there. I mean, I haven't gone to a game. I have to go to one. This is the one that catches my eye. Because, I mean, the ones that I've tried to go to, I really caught my eye. So, um, yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. Um, happy Valentine's Day. That's my gift. Uh, yeah, go Clemson. I'm taking Clemson. What a speech. Inspirational words from Matt Giggler there. But next up, yeah, two bowl teams, Seton Hall hosting Xavier. Who do you have now? Uh, give me uh, Seton Hall, Xavier. Their bubble chances are slowly coming to a close. Yeah, I agree. And Seton Hall spreads only one and a half. That's that's right. pretty tempting. Very surprising indeed. Mm -hmm. We got an A-10 matchup here. We got uh, UMass going to Richmond. Richmond is 9-1 in A-10 play. UMass spoiled that party. Unfortunately, I don't think so. Shout out Josh Cohen, though, but nah, I, Richmond looks really good. Indeed. Shout out Josh Cohen. Uh, current 1,500 points in his career. Very impressive stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. If you didn't check that episode out, we did it a couple couple weeks ago now. Very good episode, though. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Richmond, unfortunately, but uh, always going to root for the UMass team to win. Yep. And we got two teams top 15 matchup in the SEC. It's number 13 Auburn hosting number 11 South Carolina. South Carolina knocking on the top 10. Knocking on the door of the top 10. Who do you have? That spread is really nuts. 11 and a half for Auburn. Um, I would definitely take South Carolina spread uh, with the East. Um, 
tough game. I mean, Auburn at home is a very good team. Um, we've seen that countless times before. I mean, that Alabama game especially caught my eye uh, last week where they blew them out by a lot. Um, I will take Auburn at home, but I do think South Carolina keeps it a very close game. I agree. I think it's a single-digit win for Auburn. Agreed. Nine o'clock, we got number one UConn <laughs> going to DePaul. Give me a point <laughs> count, please. What is the spread for this one? 24 and a half. <laughs> yeah, they're covering. I'm going UConn by 41. I like that. I'm going to take it as well. And uh, we have another one. The must bus not looking too good. They host number eight, Tennessee. You did, I don't know if you mentioned this, but Texas A&M blew them out. Yeah, I, did. I mentioned this. Okay. I, blowout, I didn't mention, but I did yeah, mention them. Yeah, they blew them out. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Tennessee loses two, on the road, two in a row on the road. I do think they win this game. Arkansas, it's a very disappointing season for them, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Very and, underwhelming season. What do you say? I said very underwhelming season. Agreed. Must bust. Agreed. And uh, no other notable games to cover here. Yeah, Very there small. is. Are you kidding right, you wanna, me? You want to cover the Utah State game? Fine. No, I want to cover this game. The top two teams in the SoCon playing hey. together. Sanford and Western Carolina oh, at 9 o'clock. It's... it's on national TV for a reason. Look. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. Who are you having that one? Um, yeah, I mean, shout out to our boy, uh, Volterius Wilbright. I mean, he's the absolute stud. This isn't considered a top two teams in the SOCON. It's actually Sanford, Chattanooga, UNC, Greensboro, then Western Carolina. Oh, my fault. But, hey, Sorry. we can still mention it if you want. I'm taking Sanford. Yeah, me too. Sanford, they've surprised us the last three years, I mean. Yeah, I believe they're a 12 seed. Um, I just saw them on here. Um, hold on. I just saw them. Where'd they go? Uh, I I. I I can never. All right, that's okay. We'll go. We'll start with oh, tomorrow. They are a 12 seed. They're a 12 seed. They're a 12 seed. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Right. What'd you say? I'm kicking off tomorrow. Thursday? Thursday. My fault. Seven o'clock. We have a team making a push into the bubble. That is Rutgers all of a sudden scoring baskets and playing the lead defense at the same time. They host Northwestern. Who do you have in that one? Big quad one opportunity for them. I said they're charging in. I mean, they've racked up a couple Man. wins. Every Man. every game in the Big Ten's quad one, you got to remember. That's that's true. I mean, yeah, they are on a three-game win streak, but they followed that up with a three-game losing streak. Um, yeah, I, I think they still need a long ways to go. Um, they are at home, though. I'll take Rutgers, see what happens. I'll take them, though. I'm taking Rutgers as well. And think about it. They're 14 and 10. If they're not in the house, Villanova's, what, 13 and 11. That was... True. That's true. Um, it's me. I want to look at the resume real quick. Yeah, nothing special. Lost, I mean. Lost to Princeton. Meh. Princeton's a quad it's one. Not, it's not terrible. Princeton's a quad Princeton's one not loss. A quad one? Yes, it is. They're really? They're – Yes, they're in the, they're they're top fifty net team right now. I I will look up the net rankings. I believe you, but I didn't realize that. Um, okay, all right. Uh, we'll keep moving though. I do believe you though. Um, we'll go to seven. Florida Atlantic number twenty four hosting Temple. Temple is one in ten in American play. Uh, very disappointing season for Temple for sure. Uh, your thoughts? 
the FAU by a lot. I agree, but they should still be unranked, in my opinion. Yeah, they should. Uh, but next up, we will go with – what will we go with? Do you see any games at 7 o'clock that I miss? My Bulldogs play at 7 o'clock. My Bryant Bulldogs? They do. You want to cover that? They face Maine. Who you have? <laughs> Taking Bryant, but uh, they're one game back still of the America East battle. Yeah, they are. They're going to win the America East and the tournament. We'll see. We'll see. Um, they actually lost to Maine the first time they played. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Maybe it. Maybe I'll take Maine. No, I'm kidding. I'll still take Bryant. Jeez. Um, uh, here we go. 8.30. Uh, number uh, two, Purdue hosts Minnesota. Uh, do you want a point count? I don't know. Minnesota's not that bad, honestly. Uh, but what do you got? Yeah, they surprised. They were, they were a bit of a, a fraud. I mean, they looked good the first 15 games of the season. And, I mean, they're 15 and 8 now. But, no, give me Purdue. And shout out Zach Eady making his first career three. Uh, yeah, that was sick. Shout out to Zach Eady. Uh, he's an absolute stud. Uh, will not be player of the year, though, hopefully, but we'll see. Um, no, yeah, I also have Purdue. It will be Dylan Connect. Hope so. And last one at 11 o'clock, number 18, St. Mary's, hosting Pepperdine. You have them remaining undefeated in West Coast Conference play. Yes, Pepperdine is not very good this year, unfortunately. I would take St. Mary's. Yeah, I'm taking St. Mary's to win a national championship. Agreed. And quickly before we do end this episode, I want to quickly cover once again the games that are happening at this very moment. Uh, UNC is still losing by four with five minutes to go. We'll see how that one ends. Uh, Iowa State's up 10 against Cincinnati. Uh, Illinois game's over. Tanner Shannon Jr., 31 points now. Uh, Dayton's up four right now on Duquesne. Uh Pittsburgh is going to beat Virginia. They're up 14 with three minutes to go. And the Sycamores are in trouble. They are down eight with about four minutes to go. It looks like their uh, number next to their name will come to an end after one day of games being ranked. But, hey, it's okay. Uh, We'll see. Uh, Marquette did end up being Butler. But, um, yeah, I believe we'll be back on Friday to cover – the weekend slate and for a very good weekend as we are per usual and uh, no more sports really besides NBA and hockey. So uh, March, March and college basketball are at full top of the iceberg. I'd say I've seen a ton of TikToks about Super Bowl's over. Please turn your attention to March Madness. Thank you. Um, but yeah, um, as the March Madness gets a little bit closer, we will start releasing the um, brackets and the challenge. That'll probably won't be for another week or two or so. Don't worry, you'll hear about it. And we're going to have very big numbers once again this year, we expect. So um, definitely stay tuned for that, uh, for those of you that are new. Uh, any uh, closing thoughts from you? No closing thoughts. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess I do. <laughs> Five weeks left until the, the tournament starts. I mean, time has flown. And mm-hmm. What, three months or five days away from it being a month away. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. As am I. And conference tournaments coming up right around the corner as well. Um, a lot of these teams only have a couple more weeks left. I mean, duh, but, like, that's the truth. Um, conference tournaments, 
start as early as first week of March, probably. Is that right? Does that sound right? Uh, they start like end of February. Beginning I'm looking of at March. like I'm looking at the top twenty five teams. I mean, they still have games all the way up until March third. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Up until like March. Yeah, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I found some stuff. March fourteenth. March 14th, I see a lot of quarterfinals. So I want to say, oh, March 13th is probably the first day. So a month away, actually. So, um, yeah, I think that sounds correct, um, according to ESPN, at least. Oh, March 12th. Hold on. Now I'm very interested. March 11th? March 11th. Yep, March 11th. Okay, well, this is really pointless. But, hey, um, tournaments start in around a month or so, which is kind of cool. But uh, obviously, as you know, conference tournaments, very good time. We'll give all our predictions and uh, all that good stuff because uh, we like to challenge each other, and uh, especially with the brackets. That's the big prize, but it's always good to get a little conference tournament love in there as well. But, um, yeah, 35 days left till this, uh, March Madness tips off. We'll be back on Friday for another episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.